Hi everybody, my name's Kaylee, and this is Things to Remember. In this podcast episode, I wanted to talk about how to respond with more tact and intelligence and less emotion. And no, I'm not trying to... (laughs) sounds like I want to become a robot or anything. I think why I want to remember this in life is emotional responses are good in some instances. However, I think we all need to be more mindful, myself included, about the things we say in certain circumstances. And I think it can be really powerful if we can wield some kind of power over our emotions And in a way, make sure that we're mindful of when feelings arise and then say the appropriate thing or say whatever you're feeling in a clear and articulate manner so that your message can be received and that good conversation can come out of it. Because the last thing we want is to be misinterpreted or not taken seriously. So I think... um, this idea is really important and I actually listened to a podcast recently that talked a little bit about you know responding and how your emotions play into that. Um, It's a podcast called On Purpose by Jay Shetty. I highly recommend it if you haven't checked it out be sure to because essentially he mentions this topic but what I wanted to do because it resonated so much with me is to dive a little bit deeper and talk about how we respond in instances where we feel ourselves losing control of our emotions a little bit. And so here's the framework. Here's what um, Jay recommended, which is really interesting and I kind of want to break it down. So the first thing is when you're faced with some kind of emotion, Maybe it's out of a conversation or event. When you feel a big emotion coming on, there are questions that you can ask yourself before you react to a situation that may make yourself feel a little bit more at ease and make sure that whatever you do communicate is clear. And so the first question that you can ask yourself in these situations where you feel that, you know, big emotion, it could be sadness, anxiety, anger, whatever it may be, you can say, to yourself before you say anything. Is this true? And I think the best way to illustrate this is in a situation. So let's say your manager at work tasks you with a million and one tasks that no human can possibly do in a working day, for instance. Your initial reaction after getting tasked with all of that stuff to do may be anxiety, it may be sadness, stress, confusion, and it is true because you're hearing that task directly from the source who wants you to do it. So that's that instance. But what if you got tasked by a peer to do all of those things? Well, is what they're saying actually true? Right. And so, of course, in that instance, you want to check with your manager to see, hey, like, is that what I'm actually supposed to be doing? And so it's no use getting all worked up 
about something that may not be true. It's no use getting all worked up if your coworker is asking you to do a million and one things and tasking you to do all sorts of things. Because it may not be true. They may not understand or they may just be pulling your leg. (laughs) So it's always worth checking your sources. If somebody is telling you something that evokes uh, an emotional response in you, the first question you need to ask yourself is, is what they're saying true? Is it coming from a trustworthy source? Do they know what they're saying? (laughs) Because it's no use working yourself up if it's not even true in the first place. So that's the first question you can ask yourself. The second question, so let's say it is true, your manager is tasking you to do a million and one things. The second question is, is it useful for me to be feeling this way right now? And what's interesting about that one is it kind of forces you to really see the bigger picture. Is it helping you to achieve those million and one tasks to be so anxious or stressed out of your mind that you're jittering or you can't think? No, because that prohibits you from actually doing tasks, even if it's just one or two. So that's a really important question I think is useful in that instance. So is it true? Is it useful to have this emotion right now? The third thing that uh, you can ask yourself is after those two gates, so to speak, is it true? Is this a valuable emotion to have right now? The third question is what action can I do to resolve this feeling that I'm having right now? So let's say, again, you get tasked, it's true, it's from the source, you know, you realize, oh, it's not useful for me to be stressed out right now or anxious, let's get rid of that emotion. (laughs) How do I get rid of that emotion? What action can I do to reduce my stress? Well, you could do a couple things. You could ask other people for help. You could be like, hey, I have a million and one things to do today. Can you mind or do you mind helping me out with this task? Or it could be planning out your calendar and giving yourself deadlines to make sure that you can get all these tasks done. That can alleviate stress too. Another thing could be thinking of a response in that moment to your manager who's tasking you all of those things to be like, hey, that's a lot of tasks. I'm willing to do it. I'm down for it. I'm on it. But what should I prioritize? That may reduce your anxiety and stress from what you just experienced. And so I think that third question, that third gate, so to speak, is really important because it operationalizes your emotions. It, you know, you don't sit there all day stressed out and anxious and <laughs> just, you know, float in that puddle of despair. You don't do that. You, you think to yourself, okay, this is reality. How am I going to address it? How am I going to work to not only achieve the goal, but also do it in a way that doesn't burn me out or doesn't make me crazy or, (laughs) you know, gets you so anxious and stressed or sad or mad for a prolonged period of time because nobody wants to be like that. So I think the ticket really is to find an action that can resolve that negative emotion. 
So you're not responding in a negative way or in an emotional way or, you know, a really closed off or, you know, aggressive way. You're, you're responding in a way that's helpful, that is action-oriented, not only for the situation, but also for yourself. So I thought that kind of real-life <laughs> concept and walkthrough could be really helpful. And certainly, it really um, makes me think about how I can be more intelligent when it comes to responding in tough situations. And again, that's not to say that we should hide our emotions or bury them. We shouldn't. We should just be more mindful of them. And in situations that are particularly difficult, that require us to respond, we should do it in a way that is healthy, but also effective in achieving our our goals and dreams. And we're orienting our brain and our body to to overcome. And I think that's really powerful. So yes, try out those three little mind gates in, in the next situation that evokes a really emotional response and see how you do. Personally, I found tremendous success from just even taking two seconds. It doesn't have to be, you know, a prolonged <laughs> mind game. <laughs> Sometimes you have to respond in the moment, but I think it's a really interesting way to frame your mind and a really good practice to get into. So today's thinking question is, what is an example of a conversation that you've had recently where you look back on it and you know you should have perhaps said something different or, you know, reacted a different way. So instead of getting sad or, you know, beat yourself up for it, what I want you to do is think about that situation and study it. I think that's a really great way to learn from past mistakes rather than to suppress them, study them and figure out for the next time when you're in that situation or similar situations, what are ways that you could employ those three gates to maybe come to a better, more, more level-headed, rational, or even just a clear response. These are the end credits. Thank you so much for listening if you've made it this far. If you want to learn more about who I am, the projects I'm working on, or any of my art, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Howdy Fletcher. And a special thank you to Lou Jaji who mixes these podcasts and created my little intro jingle. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram at Lou Jaji as well.